Hi guys, it's Clay Arnold. This is the Conscious Body Podcast, episode 00. It is January 28th, Monday morning about 10.30 a.m. This is going to be a little project. Uh, Anyways, the Conscious Body Podcast is going to be focused on... The idea that I think there is still so much that we don't know about each other. And this podcast is going to attempt to bring us closer together by allowing us to share our viewpoints and what makes us who we are. And allowing us to hopefully... uh, grow as humans anyways I want to give you guys a little bit of a backstory uh, for those of you who don't know me so that's what this podcast is uh, going to be based on today Uh, really just want you guys to kind of understand where I'm coming from and uh, further get to uh get to know me. So, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio on January 21st, 1996 in Garfield Heights, Ohio um, at Marymount Hospital about 1.15 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Garfield Heights is just outside uh, Cleveland. Um, There's a ton of suburbs. My grandparents grew up in Bedford. Uh, I had cousins that lived in Parma, um, anyways, uh, went to daycare in a church, um, as a child, a young child, uh, and then on to a private Christian, uh, preschool, and then in kindergarten, we went to a private Lutheran school where I went to school from kindergarten till third grade. Uh, I started doing karate at um, age five and uh, really, really loved martial arts. I watched the Power Rangers. Uh, I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, There was this movie when I was a kid on VHS. It was called The Three Ninjas about these three brothers. And I thought that that was really cool. Um, Anyways, really, really inspired by these heroes who were also martial artists. And uh, so I did karate while we still lived in Ohio. And I got to uh, Blue Belt. And, um, I believe that's, like, the third, uh, rank in that belt system. Anyways, um, after third grade in 2005, uh, we decided to move to Republic, Missouri. Actually, on my ninth birthday. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Moving in the middle of the summer wasn't too bad. Uh, I had enough time to kind of adjust. I made a few friends, um... And, uh, 
Yeah, I was still a super dramatic kid, so I do remember crying when I got to school on the first day of school, uh, just because I, at that point, was re-oriented um, into a uh, situation that I had absolutely no bearing of, uh, being a new classroom, a new teacher, and new school and whatnot, and none of the people that I had met over the summer were in my class. So... uh that proved to be a little difficult. Um, anyways, uh, I guess like the highlight of fourth grade. Now I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't say the highlight, but like the one thing I take away from fourth grade that I remember the most is uh, all throughout my life I've had trouble um, containing my emotions and using self control. And on the playground one day, I, uh, we were playing kickball, and it was literally just a game of, like, two teams where one team would stand on one side and one team would stand, uh, you know, spread out on the other side of the, of the playground or of the field or whatever. And we just kicked the ball to each other and tried to catch it. And, uh, if the ball hit the ground and no one caught it, then, uh, the team that kicked it got a point. If you caught it, then your team got a point. And we pretty much just played until the end of recess. Whoever had the most points won. Um, anyways. Uh, so, playing that game. And the kid on the other team is just, like, shouting from across the playground. All kinds of obesity slurs. I'll call him, you know, being politically correct. He was calling me a fatty and calling me, you know, fatso. And you can't kick the ball because you're so fat. And haha, nice try to catch the ball, fatty. Crap like that, you know. So I got tired of it. And I grabbed him, threw him to the ground, and started beating on him. Um, I did not know him. And it uh, turns out, I was in fourth grade and he was in third grade and uh, he was not necessarily my size, but I wouldn't say he was like a tiny kid compared to me, but I probably should have known better in that uh, at that point and and kept my hands to myself because uh, I, I gave him a good a good shiner and uh, got myself a day of ISS for it. So definitely uh had to uh take my medicine for that one uh into 5th and 6th grade i would say those were probably like the happiest most innocent kind of uh you know just all around kid years that i had um I can remember just like hanging out at my friend's house on the weekends and running around on our bikes and our skateboards and shoot BB guns and having a great time in school and everything was awesome. Um, and I think this, the school part definitely had a lot to do with the teachers that I had in fifth and sixth grade, Miss Papin and she was my fifth grade teacher and Miss Buff was my sixth grade teacher and they were both phenomenal 
and made me love coming to school and love learning. And, uh, I'm in, like, I, I thank them so much for empowering me like that. Um, they, they are incredible. Uh, anyways, um, moving on to middle school and all that came with that, uh, really, like I said, uh, my whole life I had, or have had trouble kind of navigating and, uh, controlling my emotions and, um, how that affects my behavior, and so I had a lot of drama navigation, conflict resolution, uh, to deal with and go through when I was in middle school. I, uh, somehow managed to just be, uh, I guess you could say oppositional or kind of just like what I considered beating my own drum was more of just tooting my own horn and, you know, that led to arguments. So anyways, uh, yeah, I had to learn how to, uh, control my, myself and, and, uh, and really work through those situations and, and be, you know, social, uh, and find that like happy medium between, um, maybe being too arrogant or emotional, um, in a sense of losing my cool or something like that in a conversation or argument, debate, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, you know, being agreeable. And I think I went through a phase of my life where I was probably too agreeable. Um, and that's had its downfalls and definitely been able to, to, to learn from that. Um, in middle school, um, I was probably the most awkward, like, so I would consider myself to have been everybody's friend and, um, that kind of led me to have a not like an identity crisis, but I really didn't like decide if I was going to be like, um, you know, one of these, you know, preppy kids or these jocks that, you know, always wore, uh, gym shorts to school, or if I was going to be like one of these kids who's like a hip hop head, who's like, you know, listen, uh, that's pretty much what I did was listen to rap music and wear baggy jeans and, or skinny jeans. Um, and, uh, it was really hard for me to, uh, kind of, you know, make friends with the ladies. Um, some of my friends had girlfriends and some of my friends were kissing girls and all that. And I, uh, don't get me wrong. I had my luck and I, I definitely, um, 
did make some pretty genuine connections, I think, with some girls in middle school, but, uh, yeah, even then, that's not what you're supposed to be worried about, you know, so, yeah, I got my first kiss when I was in middle school, and my first heartbreak, pretty much right afterwards, that girl broke up with me, um, like, the day after, I think, uh, I kissed her, anyways, so, yeah, that's how that went, um, She's actually really cool. Uh, I, I've i been friends with her all throughout high school. And then even after high school, I still keep in touch with her a little bit here and there. She's got a great career. She's awesome. Um, anyways, getting into high school, uh, we'll call it like a lot of just trying to... Uh, I guess you could say I was acting like I knew what I was doing uh, and trying to be cool. Um, at that point, I was I had some like full-blown insecurities, um, mainly just about my appearance, which at this point, stage in the game, looking back, I know better to think that that is that important. Um but yeah, so maybe it's the normal things that, you know, high school kids go through, teenagers or whatever. Um, I don't know if this is much worse or if, you know, I don't know your story. And that's what this podcast is about. I want you guys to tell me your story. So this is part of my story. I have a lot of stories and more, way more in-depth about everything that I'm telling you Um we can definitely break all of this stuff down, and we will in the future. But this is just a quick synopsis again of what has gotten me to this point. Um, in high school, was pretty insecure about my weight. Um, I was I've always been a bigger guy, big, thick, big boned, kind of what you'd consider husky or chubby. Um, and, uh, so going through high school and already being kind of awkward, and then on top of that, girls already thinking that you're weird because you're awkward, and then, like, the pressure of wanting to have a, you know, relationship with a girl or, you know, get around a couple bases and, uh, kind of figure out what that's like, um, all of those things were going on, and I think that's all normal, uh, but, uh, where it gets a little tricky and more personal and more my story kind of thing is, uh, so, like, when I was in eighth grade and my sister would have been in sixth, it became pretty apparent through just her, um, outward emotions and her behavioral tendencies, I guess you'd call it, that she was going through a very tough time. And by uh, the time that she would have been a freshman and I would have been a junior in high school, uh, she would she was experiencing, I guess, what you would be considered as like a full-blown, uh, like, 
manic depression where it had affected her physically to a point where she hadn't gotten out of bed uh, but to go to the bathroom and eat for like a couple months. And uh, November of my junior year, uh, after I had gotten done, uh, my parents and I uh, went to my awards ceremony for football and uh, on the way home uh, they had told me that my sister had attempted to kill herself that day and um, I really I, I can't remember what they told me she was doing but they told me that she was just busy with stuff or something uh when we got to the awards banquet or the award ceremony or whatever um and then they told me that on the way home and I was heartbroken and uh I had known that she had been going through stuff and we all did and it really had started to kind of rub off on my mom and uh I mean, everybody, it had taken a toll on everybody. It, and I think we all experienced a little bit of depression at different times in different ways. And uh, anyways, um, that's that's part of, you know, life. It's It's got its highs and it's got its lows. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely willing to break down all of what... I've just kind of explained in another podcast. Uh, all of that being said, my sister has gone through a pretty crazy life um, through her adolescence. And uh, it's been amazing, too, though, at the same time. She's she's come very far in, in, this, in this amount of time that she's had. And... Um, She's doing great, and I'm very proud of who she is today and, and, and what she's become and what she's made of herself and, and how she carries herself. Uh, I, I'm proud that she's my sister. And anyways, um, yeah, shout out Haley. You are a real one. Sophomore year of high school was probably... Uh, my favorite year of high school. Um, I still didn't have a girlfriend. Uh, I was still a virgin. Uh, but I had really, really good friends. People that I, I knew, um, or at the time, or that's neither here nor there, but, uh, or maybe for a different podcast. Um, I had really good friends that uh that were there for me and um we we had a good time all the time together and you know went out and and were able to experience you know um you know all the different social events of high school and whatnot and uh that was great um all throughout sophomore year, 
I'd kind of been, you know, crushing on this girl that was in my uh, geometry class. Or no, it was algebra, one of those. Anyways, uh, so like, I don't know, went to shoot my shot at the end of the year, literally like within the last few weeks of school left, asked her if she wanted to hang out. And so we did, and excuse me, I had to yawn, um, it, it was something new that I'd never experienced before, uh, my heart was, uh, full of lust and blinded and deafened by its overwhelming pleasure, um, we dated all summer and the rest of high school, actually, and even a couple years after that, at one point, we were even engaged, um, that relationship, if I can ever get that girl to come on this podcast and talk to me, uh, I probably would just to, just to catch up and, and, uh, see if, you know, just to make sure she's doing all right. Um, all throughout high school, I played sports and uh, these sports kind of started to pull me away from Taekwondo. Uh, like I said, when we got to Missouri, um, I uh, didn't, I wasn't able to find a karate school close enough to us. Uh, so we ended up starting Taekwondo, or at least I did. And uh, that's where I met one of my best friends, Peyton Lucero. And uh, anyways... Uh, started Taekwondo while I was in fourth grade, and I believe by sixth grade, I had my black belt, Um, and then in eighth grade, I got my assistant instructor certification, Um, and then, so I was 12 when I got my black belt, and I was, or no, I was 11 when I got my black belt, and I was 13 when I got my instructor certification, and then I got my second degree my freshman year of high school, when I was 14, and then pretty much after that, football and football conditioning kind of uh, took over, and um, I started training pretty much all year round for about what totaled to be about a year um, for football. And then uh, into uh, after football, sophomore year, I started track and uh, I took the whole winter off, but I uh, went out for track in the spring, and I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. I had a blast at all of the track meets. Never was good, uh, but I just had a blast being around all those people and um, just being able to socialize and compete at the same time, and uh, I, I it was a great camaraderie and really cool atmosphere, and Really, just a really, really great time in high school. I look back at track memories just with smiles because there was no stress whatsoever. Um, 
So I did football and track uh, sophomore and junior year, and then senior year. Well, all throughout high school, the, the wrestling coach had been bugging me to wrestle. And I had told him no, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And senior year, I finally talked myself into it because I didn't want to leave anything out of my high school experience and then look back and wish I could have done it. So I went out and wrestled. I think I won four of 26 matches. Uh, so yeah, that that was humbling. Um, still don't regret any of it. Was probably one of the most, if not the most impactful experience of my whole high school career, academically or uh, extracurricularly. Um, I learned so much about myself and what I was capable of through that sport. And I was able to, uh, for the first time, really, like, apply like directly translate what I was learning into how to be successful. There, there's, there's very, it's black or white with wrestling. Either you win or you lose and you're either stronger and more technical or you're, you're not. And so the matches that I did win, I out wrestled those kids drastically. Um, and the, matches that I lost, I was out-wrestled drastically. Um, and I think had I gotten um, a few more years under my belt and probably a lifetime more or less, because uh, that's how m most of those kids come up from like the time they can walk uh, is when they get on the mat. But anyways, I probably could have had a little bit better bearing on, um, you know, how to manipulate and and work uh a wrestling match but uh nonetheless it was a great experience and I loved it uh I was an average uh academic in high school I never failed classes uh never got straight A's either though if you know what I mean um I didn't do too much homework, if any at all, like, really, like, I hated homework, ooh, like, so much, you, there was, and, like, I, it didn't matter what it was for, how much it was worth, I somehow managed to pass every class without ever doing really any homework, ever, and maybe it was because we had study hall hours built into our blocks, and I got homework done, or maybe it was because I had, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill teachers who would let you get by without doing it and just getting you, getting you through. You know, either way, I finished high school. I I definitely could have tried harder. Um, definitely, definitely don't regret not trying harder. Um, but... Uh, I know that that energy that I am going to tell myself I saved will be expended on something that is going to be much greater than uh, what would have been in high school.
and that's where I'm going to leave that thought. Um, so, started going to community college in the fall of 2014. After I graduated high school, obviously, um, struggled hard in a few ways with school. Really, uh, like, I, in high school, had become a, and throughout school period, pretty much after, uh, like, the first few days of fourth grade, I was, I was very extroverted and, um, outspoken, like, I, I had zero problem piping up in the middle of, like, the teacher talking and just saying something that did or didn't relate to the lesson, um, but, uh, for whatever reason, I literally could not get myself to open my mouth in college, like, I was petrified, scared to death to speak, um, in a room full of people, whether or not we were all facing the same direction or they were all looking at me. Uh, I just couldn't get myself to do it. Um, I somehow managed to scrape through, uh, public speaking and that was wild. I did every speech and I did the final speech. Um, I somehow did not show up on the day that she scheduled the final, which may or may not have been on the day that the final was scheduled. Regardless, didn't show up for that, still passed the class. Uh, shout out OTC. Um, other than socially, I really like just didn't know what direction I was going at that time. And so it made it very hard for me to like apply not only apply what I was learning, but like have a desire to apply what I was learning because nothing, I, I felt like the spark was going to come from outside of college. Like my, whatever I was going to do was going to be an influence, not from a book or not something that somebody was telling me I'm learning about for this or that reason. Like I just didn't, I didn't feel like I was getting my energy from the right place or something. Uh, so it made it very hard for me to commit, um, and so I ended up uh, dropping all my classes after my third semester, and uh, pretty much um, with that, uh, you know, there came its own its own struggles, um, but. Uh, while I was in school, I was still working all the time, and then essentially, um, I uh, just started working more um, when I dropped out to try and figure out what I was going to do. My plan was get as much work experience and as many different little uh, jobs as I could until I figured out what really shot my fancy. Um during that time, uh, so, like, would have been February of 2015, I moved out of my parents' house and into an apartment with my then-girlfriend from high school, uh, and former fiancé slash fiancé, um, and uh, we lived in that apartment for a year, and in the middle of living in that apartment, 
uh, is when, so that, that fall of 2015 is when I didn't go back to school. And, um, essentially, uh, like, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment with two dogs, uh, one chihuahua and one, um, beagle mix, and, uh, I, um, I really hated being in that apartment, like, the whole time, uh, it was awful, I, I, uh, yeah, I look back on those days, and I'm like, what was I thinking, um, and we can definitely break that down in another podcast, I really want to, um, just to kind of give you guys some, some lessons and insight on what all that is, uh, but yeah, so, um, struggled trying to figure out what I was going to do and find myself and, uh, ended up after that relationship finally broke down, um, in February of 2016, uh, I moved back in with my parents and, um, really just doubled down on clay, and I found myself working out, uh, I was working a lot, I, I've been able to do a a lot of different things, and I guess they're all kind of the same thing, but, uh, yeah, I've worked in a laundromat, I've gotten to wash dishes at, uh, Ruby Tuesday, and I've also worked, I got to work at Dollar Tree, I say I got to, and it's really an attitude of gratitude, because there are too many people out here who are struggling to get by, and and to to even achieve a, a minimum wage job, and that's here nor there, but I got to do these things, um, you know, I got to embrace life and, and, and do it the way I wanted to. No one made me go work at uh, the vape shop, Sunshine Vapors. I worked there for a year and, and to, like they opened in 2014. I started working there in 2015 and uh, worked there until 2016 when they closed. And uh, they they were so cool. I loved working in that. I learned a lot about retail. I learned a lot about sales. I learned a lot about um, small business and uh, people skills, um, which I had been building my whole life. You know, I'd I'd never been shied away from a group. And uh, so all of my uh, kind of different little odd well, not, not even odd jobs, I never did odd jobs, um, but, uh, all my little random work history kind of jobs, I also worked at the school district as a after-school, um, care provider, uh, for a couple years, 
and that was a blast. I loved working with kids. Uh, they really, um, they, seeing kids today compared to the kid I was in 2001 blew my mind. Like, evolution is crazy, guys. Uh, so yeah, I worked a lot. Um, at this point I was moved back in with my parents, uh, and I lived there for about a year and I'd been single for about a year and, um, I decided I wanted to move back in with, or excuse me, I wanted to move in with my best friends and, uh, they had been living on their own for a while and, uh. I enjoyed every little bit of that experience I could. I lived there for about nine months um, before I moved back in with my parents uh, because I ran out of money when I tried to start my own business. Essentially, uh, how that all went down was I moved in with them in March, and then by September, I was confident in my ability to maintain steady flow of income uh, between my side job and my business, which um, was feasible, however, just did not work out. Um, and so, essentially, after I quit uh, Papa John's, which was like, so I had two side jobs, on top of me trying to establish my own business and I had some money saved up. And so I decided I was going to stop working at Papa John's so that I could focus more on my business and then work at the leadership ranch on the side to keep a steady flow of income. Well, the C the leadership ranch, um, was, uh, or is super seasonal work, and so it, it doesn't create very steady income, and I learned that the hard way. Um, moved back in with my parents, uh, I think it was like December, yeah, that sounds about right, late December, well, it was like right before Christmas, probably the week or so before Christmas, moved back in with them, um, and, uh, then, um, I've been living with them ever since, and that was uh, December 2017. Um, let's see. Or no, that, that would have been December 2016. Yeah. I, eh, shoot, guys. Time's flying. Um, I can't, can't keep track. Let's see, in May of 2017, I became a certified personal trainer, um, and so after being overweight basically my whole life, and shortly after I broke up with my, uh, uh, girlfriend that I was dating throughout high school and had almost married, uh, I had really started to just, you know, Again, I, I wanted to focus on myself, and so I, I, I found that 
I was doing that through fitness. Um, I worked out because it made me feel good about myself physically and mentally. I enjoyed being able to push myself and I had things like, uh, you know, the internet and my friends that really inspired me. Um, I, uh, I really just, I can't, can't stress enough the inspiration that I got from seeing my friend Ryan, uh, go through his weight loss journey and turn his life around and really make an impact, um, on himself, um, enough to carry over to people like me who were around him. And, um, he still works out all the time and he's doing great. And anyways, that seeing him and how he felt and, and his success really, really helped me kind of get me kick-started into my, uh, full-fledged fitness journey, uh, that I'd say I'm in today. Uh, this past December, so December 2018, I reached my lowest weight, uh, I had ever been since middle school, which is 175 pounds. In the last year, I have made a few cool friends in the industry, um, and I've gotten to work with a lot of really amazing people, uh, I got to meet the owner or the former owner of uh, the Anytime Fitnesses in my area and I've gotten to talk to him a few times and I've gotten to meet the current owner of a few of the Anytime Fitnesses in our area and uh, really, really liked being able to to, to get the knowledge and... and uh, soak that in from them, both of them, every time I see them have something really, really, uh, interesting, um, for me, and, uh, have, every time I walk away from a conversation with them, I feel like I've learned, um, but yeah, I think, like, my passion for helping people, and, leaving them better than I found them is really what's driven me to become a personal trainer. Uh, I, you know, when I first started working out, I was working out by myself. Um, and then I started working out with my friend Ryan and like, he was kind of training me a little bit. He'd give me some tips and pointers on some lifts and I'd give him some tips and pointers on some lifts um, and for a while we were kind of on the same path, probably had the potential to become personal trainers. Um, and, uh, you know, his path just went a little different than mine. And, um, I kind of stayed pretty directly on this course. And, um, I really enjoyed being able to, you know, work out and, and see someone else succeed um, and so I, I, I couldn't figure out a better way to, 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 you know, fulfill my, myself and, and be successful at something I love than to do that. So that's what I do. I help people make themselves better 
and uh, that that's what uh, that's what gets me up in the mornings, knowing that the people I'm working with are uh, walking away with some value from me, and not just like based on how much they paid me for my time, but for my energy and my insight. I'm only 22 years old. Um, so I'm, and and I know I, I, I have to stay humble and I, I know I don't know everything and I know pretty close to nothing, um, compared to what there is to know. Um, but from what I've been able to kind of break down and study, I, 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 I definitely just only want the best for people. And, uh, I I try to help, um, spread what knowledge I do have. Um, and I'm always working on trying to build more knowledge to be able to spread in the future. Uh, so in July of 2017, I started working at the Leadership Branch. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Leadership Branch is a place, um, it's an outdoor facility uh, where groups can come for a day and focus on team building. And all that really goes with being a successful team, um, different you know, traits we want to focus on are like trust, support, communication, um, patience. Uh, I started as a facilitator and, uh, that's, uh, just taking groups through the obstacle course in the woods. And, uh, you know, like I said, enhancing all of those traits and really focusing on, uh, building, um, efficient teamwork. Uh, and I also got to learn all the behind the scenes stuff too, um, which was really cool. I was, uh, brought into all of the greenhouse work and all of the garden work and all of the, um, so essentially it's, it's a permaculture or, um, like a, it's a semi self-sustaining, uh, environment, um, I'll have to have Tim, the guy that owns and runs the leadership branch, come on and break all of that down for you a little better with his science. Um, he's actually a biologist. Um, so, uh, he's been working on the leadership branch for like 20 years and, and he's got an amazing, amazing facility out there for, for people. Um, so definitely look into that if you are a, uh, if you are part of a team or a team leader and you want to be able to, to build a stronger team uh, or work on what what it takes to be a strong, efficient team um, that is successful, please contact um, the Leadership Ranch at... Uh, mo leadership branch at gmail.com um so beyond the maintenance 
I was also able to uh, go and travel around the state and do... Um, well, I was able to work at another facility um, called Camp Sabra, and it is a uh, Jewish summer camp for kids. And I got to do a couple weekends there, um, which is really cool, uh, working on their zip line and on their climbing wall and on their uh, ropes course. Um, and uh, I also got to do some traveling and uh, do some inspecting work, and we inspected some zip lines and some high courses um, and uh, got to uh, kind of get some experience doing that and that side of it. Um, I also got to do some administrative work and work, uh, I guess, as an administrative assistant. I took care of all of the incoming emails and uh, inquiries and then wrote up contracts um, for all of the clients and uh, maintained communication throughout uh, the process of getting them to the ranch before the, the date of their event, um, which that was really, really cool. And I, I really wish I could figure out how to balance that and what it takes to do that and keep um, growing in the direction that I'm going. Um, I actually stepped back from doing the administrative work and the behind-the-scenes maintenance um, and inspections for now um, to launch my online training business. I started doing online challenges um, in September, and uh, that's been pretty cool. Um, got to work with a few, uh, well, I say a few. I, I've, got, I've gotten to work with 12 people now um, that have, uh, have gotten to work with me, and I have not had a single workout with them. Um, and I have, uh, you know, I only talk to them once a week. It, it definitely is a different type of uh, coaching and um, training. And it's, it's definitely has it, had its uh, challenges. And, um, but it's been really cool to learn how to um, kind of do all of this remotely. And uh, anyways... Um, let's see. I stepped back from all of that stuff, though, so that I could focus on, um, building this online business, and then I specialized in, uh, fitness nutrition in December, and so, uh, I got to round the year out with that, and, uh, yeah, so, anyways... The first month of 2019 has been kind of weird, uh, kind of slow, and kind of not at the same time. Um, it's been interesting, to say the least. I hope that this is the first of many podcasts. Um, like, I say... Uh, I say it's been 
kind of slow and not at the same time. Um, essentially, uh, I, I think I've just been looking at the whole thing wrong. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. This year I anticipated a big January kind of fiasco fitness chaos at the gym kind of thing um, with a bunch of new inquiring uh, clients. Uh, I did have um, plenty of people um, come in and uh, do a general training session with me and I love general training sessions and and getting to talk to new people and helping people um, and uh, getting them started and set in the right direction. Um, however, I definitely did not see the translation in the, um, new year rush. Uh, but, uh, I think I've just been looking at it all wrong, uh, because I've already passed it no matter how you look at it. I do have a much faster sense of what's going on while maintaining humble in understanding that I really don't uh, know shit and that I need to be more of a sponge while I'm young and develop my practices um, after practicing procedures of those who are successful and people I do look up to. Um, That was actually right there, uh, a little passage from my uh, free writing this morning. yeah, so I I kind of came to the realization this morning after thinking about it all month, like, why haven't I, um, why haven't I matched what I did last year in last January? Um, and essentially, I think it's really because I can't match what I've already passed, and no one can, like, if, and I'll get into this more later, I'm not gonna get into all the philosophy stuff. But, like, if this is a continuum, um, like, you just keep on going, and, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, if, if anything I want to leave you guys today with is, uh, keep on going, and you can look back, um, but you can't do it over, uh, and the chances of you replicating it again are pretty low. So I would just enjoy uh, whatever new comes next. Thank you all for listening. It's been great. I can't believe I talked to myself for this long. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I look forward to doing this again. Uh, This has been Clay Arnold on the Conscious Body Podcast. Bye, guys.